You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back, everyone, to Empire of Rust, the one and only Transformers RPG podcast. And we just all, well, all of you guys just all leveled up. Not we. I didn't do it. I didn't level up. But all of you guys leveled up. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so what level are you guys now? Uh, four? Four or five? <laughs> four plus four plus five. Yes. <laughs> We I are. hope we're, I hope we're eight because plus. that's what I that's what I leveled myself up to. Yes, yes, you are eight. I was making a joke. It was a poor joke. Don't worry. So let's start this off. Who wants to go first and tell me what you are doing? Pat, why don't you go first? Uh, so Carapace took a, an additional level in load bearer. Uh, not a whole lot really changed for me. Uh, like, you know, just like their standard increase in numbers, like my hit points and armor class and base attack bonus and that kind of shit went up. Um, but I did gain access to a new uh, class feature. Uh, and this one's called Seismic Punch. Ooh. And this one's pretty pretty damn cool. So uh, pretty much if I hit somebody with an unarmed attack... I do more damage, so at this point I actually do 2d6 damage as opposed to d3. Um, and uh, the target is pushed back d4 plus 1 squares away from me. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty rad. So, And I can do this multiple times per round, so I can like, punch twice and hit people and knock them into different directions. So I'm going to be able to do a lot of... You know, battlefield manipulation and knocking people into dangerous things, and it's 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 going to be pretty great. Um, and I gained a new uh, because we're level eight. I gained a new armor slot, so I'm putting in a force field because that's what you do you know, when you're the tank. That's right. You took a feat like early on that lets you uh, boost up the amount of uh, like armor slots you have, right? Well, only it's the only way you can get armor slots in, in this. Because we don't, we're not actually wearing armor, so it doesn't increase with us. But so for every mm. every two levels I gain, I gain an extra slot. So I now have four slots. Uh, and for those of you who are not aware of how armor works in uh, in Starfinder, uh, each armor is going to have a a set amount of slots to put equipment and to put upgrades into the into your armor. Some upgrades are so uh, beefy and so expensive that they take up two or or more. And I don't I don't know if they take up more, but at least two slots. I think I've only two, yeah. So the force field is one of those. You know, there's different mm. tiers of, of force field, like they can absorb more hit points or they regenerate faster or what have you. The one I have now is fairly low level. I think it's the purple one. Gotcha. So uh, that was the one you got from the the Vault of Stars just a little while ago, right? Yep. yep. I'm the only one that can use it because I'm the only one that can do armor upgrades, so <laughs> it felt appropriate. Excellent. Well, you're going to be a bit more, a bit beefier than you were before. Which is saying something. Matt, what is a an eighth level 
Magnum and Pythagoras look like? Did you take that uh, outlier dip? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a dip, but I didn't take outlier yet. No. Um, (laughs) Actually, I did give him another level in Headmaster, which didn't do much because it's just a bonus feat this level. Mm -hmm. But for the bonus feat, I took multiform. Interesting. I don't know how much I want to show about what what he can turn into at this point because it might be fun to... To have it be a surprise, or maybe not. <laughs> All right. But it isn't another building. Ooh, so, it is not. No. All right. All right. I mean, before, his, in the old rule set, he had multiform, so he could turn into two different buildings, but with the new rule set, he didn't need that, so I had dropped it when I redid the character, because with different bays, he didn't need to switch between sensor bay and force field. Right, now all of your stuff is, is loaded into one building mode, and it just kind of grows and adapts from there. Yep. And Pythagoras actually went up to level 7, so he has Ooh. another fiendish device he has available at this point. <laughs> yeah, the disaggregator gun on the, the last couple of fights there, that was a surprise to, to all hell. That was that was good. That was yeah, good. I, mean, I, was... I, I just took it for the hell because it's like... How many? If I'm ever, if I'm really, if I'm ever, ever going to use this, I may never use this. But if I, if it does come up, <laughs> it can make a huge difference. And it, <laughs> and did. it came up the it same did. game. So. Took a couple of shots to do, but yep. I think the most important part of that is it works on load bearers too. So, mm. which the load bearer <laughs> was not aware of. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I remember we, we fought last time we fought a load bearer. I think it was on. Uh, Metalhawk Landing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. A guy named Harness. Ah, uh, yes. That was a tough fight, too, because that was right around the time we, uh, like, the difficulty kind of ramped up a little bit, because I've been throwing, like, really, I don't want to say easy, but lesser stuff your way, and then that was, like, the big fight where I, I started pushing it up a little bit more into higher difficulties. Is that the one where I blew myself up? Yes. Yep. You pulled all the grenades on yourself, Yeah. Um, is there a, a, a Transformer uh, called Harvest yet? Harvest. Because if not, I had an idea for one that I think would be, you know, it'll be later, but I wasn't sure if there was already one named Harvest. Combine Harvester. <laughs> That's a terrifying machine. I don't machine. think so. It's not a name I, uh, I recognize, but you know what? I will I will look it up for you. I'm, while... sure, I'm sure whoever's listening will also chime in and let us let us know. I guess the, 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 I guess the, the tough part is there's so many Transformers at this point that probably a good percentage of, like, the normal nouns are taken. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get less 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 well-known or less st- prestigious, like, oh, I'm my name is B-Day, you know? Yeah. It's like anti-disestablishment in Terriotron, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's trademarked. Uh, <laughs> Patented, as opposed to matted. <laughs> Adam, what, what? while I'm looking up Harvest, why don't you tell me what a level 8 denizen looks like? So you're going to be looking something up while I'm speaking, just completely dismissing what I have to say, so I can say just about anything I want. And get away. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got, Mike. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just mark down those changes that we uh, I just spoke about. <laughs> Full round <laughs> wink. Full round wink. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, eighth level, Denison, has, of course, increased uh, 
Stamina points and hit points increased. The base attack bonus went up by one. Uh, her will save went up by one. The other one stayed the same. Uh, got a couple of feats, one from the overall character level, one as a bonus feat from the outlier 8th level. And those were uh, Durable Power, which uh, increases the DCs of all my powers by 2 now, and will increase by 4 at 10th level. Ways to go there. Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, that will be nice. Um, and I got the bonus feat for... Her was the focus, dura- uh, focus duration, which, uh, if I can quote the book here, I uh, choose one of my powers and I may use it an additional number of times per day equal to your wisdom modifier, which currently is plus five, uh, six, plus nice. six, sorry. Uh, you may so lightning bolt. <laughs> choose the ability... <laughs> Multiple times its effects do not stack. Choose a new power each time you select it. So, yes, the lightning bolt is now uh. six <laughs> more times uh, available per day. Jeez. Some of the some of the, the outlier stuff is nasty. Like, I mean, like, I only got to play one for, like, a couple of levels. But, I mean, it was like, you know, when I was playing Caliber X, 10th yeah, of his name, you, you know. You can see the potential. Oh God, it's insane! So so many different builds that are just so fun. So how many? So how many times can you maximize it? Uh, I can. Yeah, that's still only. Uh, it's still only twice per day right now. Okay, because I was just envisioning you being able to drop like eight maximized eighty-six lightning bolts, <laughs> just being like, what, <laughs> what. <laughs> Yeah, that is unfortunately not good. Uh, I could use twin power, though, as well. Do you have that? Yes. Ooh, interesting. That allows me to take a power one use and target it at two targets. And I can do that twice per day. That's cool. But it can't be the same target. I can't, like, do it twice to the same target. It has to be different targets. Which I'm okay well, with. If- yeah, if it's a lightning bolt in a line, just target one up front and one behind. <laughs> You'll get the same one twice. Shazammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the durable power is a good choice, because one thing I found in Starfinder is the save DCs really don't go up uh, like quickly or, or efficiently. As I play a Solarian in uh, in another game, and like even at, like, level, like, what level are we? Like, nine, ten? Uh, nine, nine, I think we're, yeah, yeah. I think we're nine. Yeah, yeah you guys uh, are uh, right there. Right yeah, there. the DCs don't go up very fast. Yeah, like my my save DC is like an 18 or something like that, which at this at this level and like the creatures that we're fighting that are you know, appropriate for us, they're making those saves like yeah. almost all the time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Caliber X, uh, the... The special that we did with uh, the Transmissions crew is uh, actually right in the middle of the the free free releases right now. So all of you, I hope you have been enjoying that for the the last couple of weeks and uh, going forward for the next couple of weeks, too. Yeah, they should have all of them under their belt by now, right? I think it's still going in the free feed right now. I would have to look at the calendar to make certain, but if it's not already finished up, it will be finished up probably in a week or two at most. 
I'm talking about the the free feed versus the Patreon feed. Right. All right. Well, we got one more person left here, Mike, and I'm told that you got something special for us for a level eight wild strike. What do you got cooking under there? Is it going to be an undead uh, version of Sweet Spot? No. Oh, too soon? (laughs) Uh, I have... I took the parts from the little wild strikes, and now I have multiple wild strikes that I can fire at people. I just chuck them. Son of a bitch! In plain form. <laughs> what? And they crash into people and explode. It's going to be great. <laughs> how, how does that work mechanically? I'm like, I'm fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, um, please. I, I took a level of target master. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Right. Wow. So you're a master at being a target? That doesn't seem like much of an upgrade. That's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that should be interesting. Anything you want to talk about for the the choices you made right now or do you want to save it for the actual episode? I'll save it for the actual episode because it's not very interesting without, you know, putting it in play. Without the actual context. I get it. Exactly. All right. All right. Cool. Shock value. So this will be the first time anyone delves into uh, Target Master. So we're we're quickly uh, going through all the classes here and actually uh, showing them all off. I think there's only one class left that we haven't uh, touched on, and that was the the Power Master. I think because we got a soldier, we got a uh, we had a scout, uh, we have a load bearer, we got an outlier. Uh, we have a headmaster. Uh, now we have a target master, and we had a uh, uh, what was Rob's? Scientist. What was uh, a? We have a scientist. Uh, we have a scientist. Rob yep. was De- um, deployer. Deployer. And we have a deployer. So yeah, power master is the the last one that we haven't uh, had any experience with. So we'll uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. Well, with all of that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump right on into this episode. You have finished up everything here in the Vault of Stars, and you have uh, disc and Wildstrike. You've discovered your your lost history. You've uh, discovered, you know, you you've figured out that you're a clone now. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, you got your your memories back, or at least you were able to get the uh, everything from the computer database back up and get it integrated into your own mind and your own mental state. So yeah, uh, it, there still feels like a bit of a disconnect, like you, it's like someone else's memories that were inserted into your mind, but you can access uh, everything that you need to for um, for everything that came before. So yeah. And is he evil now? Magnum, can you tell me? Can't you sense your own? (laughs) (laughs) Is this wild strike evil? The annoying annoying sense is being overridden. I can't detect anything right now. (laughs) Yeah. Just as well. Not a use you were. It's just the overwhelming smell of honey. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> don't try to sweet talk me so what would all of you like to do uh, you still have some uh, some stuff kind of left over in the storeroom 
Uh, you have the armory that you can completely raid and, and bring over and everything like that. Uh, and if you wanted to do anything, uh, last, uh, lastly, with the, the Vault of Stars itself, uh, you're, you have the opportunity. You're welcome to do it. Um, I would like, to, I, I think we should obviously move over all the stuff, which I think we initiated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's that last room that, like, just before we're about to leave, I think we should tell Denizen that there's all sorts of buttons that need to be pushing and then just leave her in the dust. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie, that might work. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're you're predictable at this point. (laughs) Well, if we could get that gun out of the room, could we fit it on the ship? Yes. Oh, that X-Cannon that you found up there. Yes. Yeah, I'll say that uh, that you can. It's certainly going to take a while to uh, get... The, uh, the like the space doors like secured and opened up and then everything disconnected and, and out there I mean you're talking probably a good two to three hours worth of work but yeah you can do it don't you have some sort of cool super science <laughs> I don't know if it'll work it doesn't last very long <laughs> what are you talking to me well let's see I'll give it a try I mean we let's should probably it. disconnect everything first so that it's a discrete object Yep, okay. But then I'll so be able we'll, we'll, to just pick it up and run it over, and then it... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. What, what's going on here? <laughs> what's happening now? <sighs> All right, uh, I, once we disconnect that big old gun, uh, I'll sit on your shoulder. I'll sit on your shoulder, uh, carapace, and I'll hit it again if it starts to get big. Um, I'm going to use my mass displacement gun on it. Which will reduce it by two size categories for 1d plus 1, 1d2 one, one plus 1 rounds. 1d2 plus 1 rounds? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's not a lot of time. <laughs> I'll just sit on the shoulder and hit it every, every, hit it every round. Well, maybe, maybe I should do a, an engineering check to see whether this will work at all. Uh, That's a good idea. I got a 34 and my engineering check. So we're not five minutes in and I got him looking up the... <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is interesting. It's like, I wonder, what, level up. What, what rule did I come up with when back then when I didn't expect anyone to ever use this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's reasonably well-defined in, t- in combat terms, you know. Um, yeah, sure. yeah, you're right, it is. But combat is measured in, you know, six-second increments. Exactly. I mean, just, just think about the... It's all the rest of the time that you have to worry about. Just think about the utility of being able to fucking shrink things to one-sixteenth of their size. Like, that's... Yes, we've all seen, we've all seen Ant-Man. <laughs> no, I'm not even talking, like, superhero. Like, just moving furniture. Like, you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, my God. Just collecting hordes of stuff. Moving, yeah. like... All you need is you'll never ever need more than one closet. But well, does it retain see, uh, its mass though? That's the important question. No, this is mass displacement. It's not oh, size clearly. displacement. I mean, unless you want to nerf your own your own creation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're not shrinking the gun? You're just making it lighter? No, I mean, he's just being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be All fun right, too. Here. That would be sort of that would be pretty useful. It's not heavy. It's bulky. 
Okay, here's a here's what I'll uh, what I will I'll rule on this one because I, I I wrote it I wrote it with the intention of like shrinking Transformers down specifically because that's why the the time was so low on it. Um, so I'll readjust yeah, something I mean, you later can say, on. If it's, you say it's too big, I mean that's perfectly fair. Well, the thing is, like if the if a Transformer was this big, it would work on him. <laughs> he would just get a save for it. Yeah. So. Uh, but no, for for today, I'll say this uh, this works. I may make some adjustments afterwards, but you know. All right, that reminds yeah, me. Of like you're, not, you're not setting a precedent. You're just you're allowing us to do it, and then you'll decide later when you actually have time. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> actually, that d- reminds right. me of something rather large and sort of pun intended. We found yeah. out that this base is alive, but we were waiting till we got everything done. And got a hell off of it before we tried to wake it up or communicate with it. Also, good thing you disconnected the gun. <laughs> <laughs> As a discreet object, yes. yes. Actually, uh, let's, so let's, let's disconnect your... all the guns, shall we? <laughs> I Does thought we did that. Oh, Aren't so... all the drones dead? The only thing that's left are the Just traps, in case right? there's anything left. All right, so Pythagoras, yeah, you uh, you take a look at this, and then you know you you know your own equipment, you know your your mass displacement gun here. Uh, you think that if you separate out this object, separate out this gun, so that it is uh, a completely separate and distinct piece from the rest of the the base, uh, you think you can get it to shrink down. But as you are as you figured out, it only lasts for one D two plus one rounds. You're going need to keep on hitting this thing every 12 to 18 seconds run faster carapace <laughs> <laughs> i imagine you uh you probably want to turn gravity off uh in this room as well so you have an easier time kind of pushing it out into to space uh, and you contact the steel haven and have the ship kind of pull up alongside the asteroid and uh, like I said, it, it takes a, a bit of time to do. It probably takes like a good, I don't know, hour or two to get everything like, disconnected, shrunk down, pushed through. Uh, but yeah, you do manage to to push that gun out into space and out into the Steel Haven's waiting cargo hold. When they turn the gravity back on and boom, right onto the ground. Nice. All right, we have we have picked stolen the biggest gun for you, Carapus. Uh, if you remember, it was a, uh, it was a, an, uh, what did I say, an X particle cannon or an, an, no, it was an X laser cannon. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. I fire on my lasers. I gave you the stats for it a while back, but I can look it up for you if you need them again. Yeah, if there's anything that attacks the cargo hold right now, well, we might need it. <laughs> we just gotta get a lot of glue and stick it to the outside. So yeah, Carapace, your uh, your big thing was getting that gun out of here. Cool, uh, Magnum. What about you, uh, Magnum? And Pyth- Magnum and Pythagoras. You guys want to do anything in particular before you head out? We leave. I mean, I gotta. I want to determine how to communicate with the base and if I can wake it up, but not actually do it until we're ready. Until le- until we actually leave, everyone's off. All right. I want you to make a computer's check. No, I'm sorry, an engineering check and a life science check because these are going to be kind of mixed together a bit. So you said it was an X laser cannon? I believe so, yeah. What is it now then? (laughs) (laughs) Now it's a Y laser cannon. (laughs) Oh. That's pretty nasty. All right. 
I think I'm gonna need as much help as I can get for this check, so anyone else know engineering, let me know. I'll start to raise my hand. And I will not even acknowledge your existence. Um, I, I can I can aid. Let's see what I got. Um, and, and I added two. I think it is time to use my new uh, Magnum's new alt form because it'll help. Ooh. So, All right. He changes from a building to an electronic fedora. <laughs> Pythagoras puts them on. And it has all sorts of little to- to- tools and and like sensors and meters on it. That's amazing. What that a hat is, is, is amazing. Are you a thinking cap? <laughs> yes, I am. And you'll you'll hear that in your head. <laughs> what the blazes? Yeah. That's exactly what you think. It's good for interrogation what? too. I'm looking around for Magnum, because I hear him. <laughs> Ooh, I am the ghost of uh, that, you know, that, that that honey hive that you you know saw, and you didn't, you know, maybe I shouldn't, but, you know, you couldn't resist, and <laughs> all those poor homeless robo-bees don't have anywhere to go. I am your conscience. Where the hell are you, Magnum? Can't fool me. Apparently, I already am. <laughs> All right, there's got to be something wrong with my sensors. <laughs> That's minimum. I can see everyone else, so they're not malfunctioning that bad. It's cloaking. You learned how to cloak yourself, didn't you? You little. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Bastard. So just walk us through this here, Matt. What did you turn into? <laughs> well, it's a hat, but it's a, it's a device. And it has quite a, a number of different functions. One of which is an engineering tool, which will help an engineering role. Like you can use half my character level to to check. Huh. And the other one is a mental. What is it called again? Exactly. It is called a mind link circuit. And, Interesting. And I can use a sort of electronic telepathy for thirty feet. And I also can try to get information out of people if I, you put me on their head. Technopathy. Yeah, basically. There's a few other things, too, but... That is awesome. You're so really that's scary. how Perry the Platypus always defeats me. <laughs> you're, you're really scary sometimes, Matt. <laughs> well, the device is like... It's really cool. I was like... It's like I get all... You know, by getting another form, there's all sorts of interesting things you gain. That was the other thing too, like the the extra. I think that was the one last thing that we really didn't have. Uh, uh, no one has has played yet, because we had, you know, we have uh, vehicle alt modes, we have animal alt modes, we have a building alt mode. Um, actually, I don't think anyone has played. Well, no, we we've had like bits and pieces of people playing uh, weapon formers like over the caliber was over yeah. the course. Yeah, sort of exactly. Had one now with the, with the target master doesn't really count, but yeah, I guess what sort of does. But yeah, this I, I think this may be the first time we had a uh, like an actual player play a device thing. <clears throat> well, I wasn't gonna get any may turn into anything that can move. I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> Steadfast. You, you have a brand, <laughs> and I appreciate you sticking to it. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what I just just run down the capabilities, just so we all know what's going on. Though he has a research module, which. Uh, it can negate damage reduction or resistance from other opponents. 
or I can identify weaknesses and resistances and damage reduction with no roll, which I thought was appropriate. That's cool. Sensors. Um, a comm jammer. <laughs> Finally. Which does what it, it, it does what exactly it's supposed to do. Uh, a computer terminal, which basically he functions at a computer at half his, a tier of half his character level, which I'm not wow. sure exactly. Not much. Or not very. There's a couple things you can do with that, but there's probably more than just what's in the book. Construction tool and the aforementioned mind link circuit. So it's pretty badass. I will make my engineering roll because that's where this all started. So that engineering roll, that's just like an automatic thing. Can you also aid as Magnum Hat? Probably not because it's not. It's not. I don't know. I don't think you could aid twice. But, uh, well, it depends maybe. on what kind of bonus it is. Uh, actually, you're quite, you probably could. He probably could. An aid is an untyped bonus, I think. The thing is that like someone uses the tool, so he can actually do... A, a device former can actually do their own actions separate from what someone else does using them as a device. So, like, so you can be used as a tool, but then you can also take a standard action to aid somebody. Yeah, or do something else, assuming you don't need to move at all. So... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the idea behind like the device formers was very similar to like weapon formers and the, the building formers. You're you're giving up a lot of uh, you're giving up a lot of, of self determination for a lot of like bonus utility. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Is like weapon formers like at mid to high levels are insane. Like, mm-hmm. like they can be in the hands of like a nobody and they'll rip through you. And if they're in the hands of somebody halfway skilled, it's it's obscene. You know, so the idea of <laughs> that being applied through skills, like, that's very exciting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very powerful device. Right. So can I aid another again? I think Carapace wants to wear the hat. <laughs> I thought you just aided me. I thought you just gave me plus two. Right, but you just said when you failed, and then you were like, oh, now I'm going to transform and do this other thing. Like, no, you I, could, didn't, you I could... didn't fail. I didn't, I didn't do anything at all. I didn't give the number. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I, then I two. I failed. Yeah, I just I just figured I'd use that. No, I don't I don't I don't deserve the hat. I'm already wearing the pants, you know, so <laughs> And the hat can read your mind, so Yeah. No. <laughs> so I got A thirty two engineering no one, with the help of the tool no one. and and Carapace's help. Alright, All you right. were gonna say one engineering. <laughs> Alright, thirty two on engineering and you have a life science check to make oh, as yes. well. And I now have one rank in life science. I've been I've been Ooh, watching, cool. remember? Yeah. Ah. And I add another two. All right. So I get a thirty-two on life science for a pair of thirty-twos, huh? Yep. Okay. All right. So walk me through this here. What's the what's the goal that you want to do? Like, do you want to try and wake up the facility? Do you want to like? What do you, goal what are you trying is to do? That here? Once everything's completely off the facility and we've disconnected all its weapons. I think we've pretty much covered at this point because we blew up all the turrets. But um, true, and we're on the ship, and we've taken off. Reactivate the space, and then communicate with it because we don't know how it's going to react to being woken up, and also and finding out it's encased in rock, which might be normal for it. But who knows? Presumably, it knew that right. this was going to happen at some point. But it, is there anything that I could see that was keeping it like? Uh, you know, insensible, like other than the power loss. Because remember, when we found um, the little radio transmitter guy. Um, 
he had a block on him, so he had to basically stay in his all forward mode, and he was basically unconscious, and they just used him, used him as a gadget. Yeah, exactly. I'm just wondering if, if this if this base is being forced to be sort of unconscious, or it's just out of power and it's basically asleep because it doesn't have enough power. With both of those checks, uh, and a fairly high checks too, you can determine how the base was put into its uh, hibernation mode. The power itself, like to the spark chamber, was effectively just shut off. It was just cut off. Uh, not like physically, like it, the lines weren't cut or anything like that. It looks like, but it does look like it was an intentional thing where power was, was intentionally prevented or stopped from uh, reaching the spark chamber. And once that happens, it was only a matter of time before the, the base just just stopped uh, and went into stasis mode, went into hibernation, just to preserve what little power the spark has in order to maintain it, its, its life and its existence. I mean, you give it a thousand years, it'd probably be dead. You know, it will die eventually. Exactly right. Uh, it'll be a much, much slower process now because, you know, the... The only thing using power is just the spark keeping itself, you know, uh, uh, pulsing. But yeah, give it give it enough time, the base will eventually die. Well, it's, hopefully not now because I hooked up all the power again, and I will restore it. Do, do we have any idea what if the base knew what was going to happen before it was done? Any communication logs, or um, or if it agreed to it, if it didn't agree to it, would there was any? I don't I don't see any restraints put on it, like like a a block on the transformation cog or anything like that. Correct. As you look through some of the like the records in the control room, uh, you can see a couple of like minor like notes in uh, in the logs near the end of its uh near the end of the the I was going to say session, near the end of its term uh until it went into stasis. And the reason for it was uh at this point in the war between the Autobots and Decepticons, energy was a little bit at a premium. It was determined that the base was just not power efficient, and with the lack of energy and lack of energy on during the war effort, it was just decided that it wasn't worth the trouble to keep him supplied. So they let him kind of fade off. And but assuming that they didn't get up and leave, didn't get up and try to leave, so. Can I tell? Can I tell if it transforms into anything else? Oh, uh, the thirty-two on life science. Now you can determine that it's just uh, this mode and the uh, the his robot <laughs> mode, whatever the robot mode looks like. All right. Well, I don't know. You guys still okay with me turning this on? Is there like a gigantic Decepticon symbol on it? If you don't like do it, I'm going to. <laughs> Pythagoras, as you're exploring through, you can see like where the, the Decepticon symbol would come together. It looks like it's in several parts, so you think that probably some of the rooms, as they maneuver around, would connect to the Decepticon symbol. But yep, it's got one. So if, it, if he transformed, it would he just be sort of sitting in a big hole in an asteroid, basically? You think? We also yeah. don't know how, like, is he, like, he could be a medium-sized bot that just has 12 ranks and... Yeah, you know, exactly. Alter mass, or <laughs> he could be a big motherfucker and be like, "Hey, can I hold on to the ship while you guys go through light speed?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he could surf on it. That would be grand. Imagine seeing him come out of hyperspace. <laughs> we'll just, stra- <laughs> we'll just strap him to the roof. 
All right. Well, God, I'm just imagining that now. You guys, you guys come out of faster than light, and he's surfing you. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. Uh, but yes, it's this. This bot you think would probably be about as big as your ship, maybe a little bit bigger in bot form. In bot form, yes. Let's see what happens. I will flip the switch once we're all ready. All right. <laughs> once you guys get back on the ship, I will go through that with you. Denizen, what, uh, what would you like to do before you start heading out? Well, if they're not going to allow me to hit any of the buttons or flip any of the switches, I'll flip them off and head toward the exit, <laughs> waiting for them. It's clear it's going to be a great show. I'd love to see it from the ship. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Wildstrike, anything to wrap up before you head out? Before we head out, I don't think so. I think I have everything I need from here. Are we taking the corpses with us? I assume Wildstrike would decide on his own corpse. Was anyone going to eat that? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I would want them to be completely destroyed. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Even, uh... My previous body. Even the ones you liked? Yeah. Huh. I don't want them to be used as a clone fodder again. No no skin off my back. Do you want their symbols? Yeah. I'd take that. All right. I'll detach the symbols and uh, I guess find an airlock. And I'll, this is the second time I've done this. Pythagoras is getting very <laughs> experienced with kicking kicking corpses out of airlocks and then having them blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just have like a, a kind of like a, a, you know, we're on like a huge ship. Like, don't we have like a recycling device? <laughs> you know, like they have like a protein recycler, like what's whatever the equivalent for what? is of a, for. We all run on Energon. I mean, this is, this is how like UPBs are made. You know, <laughs> like you grind it down and... You do have a medical bay on the ship, so yeah, you could easily do that. Also, I think Magnum becomes a medical bay, so you could probably do it inside him if you wanted. Recycle. I don't think, I don't know if he's going to recycle entire bots that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was just like, it just seems like, like I guess I thought, figured that we're beyond the point of like literally putting a bomb on a body and throwing it into space. Like, you know, like we could dissemble things Viking. down to like... Viking, though, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's sort of a tribute, though. You know, it's sort of symbolic, too, you know. Um, well, I don't know. You guys, if you guys want to do it the ordinary way. You're, you're, I mean, your guys call. <laughs> I was just throwing out an idea. You know. Well, Wild Strike is your idea, so you get to choose. What do you want to do? Do you want to have it just blow up? Do you want to recycle them in a medical bay? Do you want to just strap them to the back of the thrusters before you hit on FDL? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was thinking that alien queen, man, alien queen. Well, every soldier deserves at least a wee bit of respect, even if they are fighting on the wrong side. A soldier is a soldier, no matter what. Aren't you a Decepticon? I am. Yeah, um, I'm fine with uh, blowing them up. All right, I'll get something suitably large and explosive. You want to do the honors? Absolutely. Yeah, once Magnum gets it ready to go, Wildstrike will take the uh, controls for the detonator. So we have Tremor and Tiltfire there, right? Mm-hmm. Tremor, what Tiltfire, was the other one? Well, yourself and 
And Beacon. And, uh, Beacon. What's the other guy? Beacon, right? Beacon. Hi. Beacon. Okay. Not to be confused with Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't forget, Beacon was a dick to you. You hated him. Yeah. <laughs> we should just tie him to a chain and just drag him behind us through space, like like we had just gotten married or something, you know? <laughs> or steal his head and find the clone. Like, <laughs> Carapets, is that a proposal? <laughs> I mean, I was suggesting it. Are you actually proposing it? I mean, if you tell me that you hate the guy, I mean, like, I'm just trying, I don't know, would, would, is that, would that be disrespectful? Like, for a Transformer? I mean, I guess that, that feels pretty disrespectful, yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. say that would fall in that area, yeah. I, I would say you, 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 there's, it's not terribly ambiguous, you know. <laughs> or you could just drive by his clone and throw the head out the window, you know. <laughs> you would have no idea what the hell's going on. That must All suck. Right. Somebody so, you hate is also cloned. We'll gather the bodies up and Magnum rig, rigs them up to explode whatnot. Um, yeah, so Wild Circle say just a, a brief thing before setting off the explosion. Beacon, I didn't like you, but you didn't deserve this either. Tremor, Tiltfire, you were good soldiers, and we all deserved better. All right. Here's your send-off, guys. And then hit the explosion. Boom. I'm conflicted because I feel like there should have been bagpipes playing. We're in an airlock. It wouldn't work. We have to fill them with air. <laughs> you need to turn into bagpipes. <laughs> that also would be conflicting. <laughs> so, Denizen, taking a device for my next level? Aye, I might. <laughs> but not for bagpipes. All right, yeah, so with that send-off, and let's go ahead and get back onto the, the ship. You uh, head out of the Vault of Stars back onto the uh, landing pad. The uh, Steel Haven has come back after grabbing the, uh, the, the X-Laser Cannon. And all of you get back onto the ship. Silverload asks how the mission went. How'd the mission go, guys? Oh, it was cracker, it was. I come up through this one room, and there are these, like, things that come out at you, and we were bashing left and right, and they were all over the place, and we were spread out all over the place. And the place was grand, it was really, really large and massive, just a twist and turning wreck of passageways and, and rooms, and lots of the doors were locked, no one could hardly get through them, but I blasted one clear out, clear into the room there. Uh, it was magnificent, to say the least. Sounds like a fish story to me. No, it's a bear story. <laughs> Definitely a bear story. <laughs> this door that was this big. It was the size of a door. All right, well, uh, what's the the next step then? Are we returning to Cybertron? Do we need to go anywhere else? or We'll be returning to Cybertron, but we have one more thing to do before we leave once you take off. We are going to we are going to wake up the Starbase. Oh, yeah, this is going to be grand. I'll try to get a place by Wait. the window. Wait, wake it up? It It's a Cybertronian? Yes, apparently. 
and this is going to be the best part. So I would get a bit of a distance and make sure all the weapons are turned on, just in case he's a little confused and hostile. Uh, Beta Taurus, uh, shields up. Uh, maximum distance. <laughs> We're back in Cybertron. Like, okay. This is the, the other side of distant stars. <laughs> yep. Oh, the back side of the universe. Didn't think I'd see it. Not today, anyway. <laughs> Hey, this quant- the quantum communicator, that's part of his body, then, isn't it? Indeed it is. Mm. All right. Well, when, when we're ready, I'm going to flip the switch. Okay. Are you going to do it or let Denison do it? <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, not I'm a make... button. It's not a button. Yeah, it's like a lever. That's different. I'm going to make Denison a big really, box. Really, really close. Covered in buttons and levers and lights. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm gonna make you a present. It's like a fidget spinner. Pretty yes. much, yes. All right, Magnum, you go ahead and you take the uh, take your lever and you slowly push that up and clicks into place, and all of your sensors start lighting up as full power is restored to every part of the facility including the spark and as you are scanning you can feel you can you can feel the pulse of the spark get boom 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 like bigger and bigger and not even not even 5 minutes later you start to see the building start to shake and bend and compress and the whole building the whole thing stands up and you have this massive, massive transformer standing on this asteroid, staring at the ship. To be continued on the next episode of Empire of Rust. From the secret files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Denizen. The Mysterious Druid is played by Adam Achu. The Decepticon Warrior, Wildstrike, and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the Beast Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Sasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off. <laughs>